0: She's a fashion blogger, model, and entrepreneur. She's amazing. The latest tips on fashion, beauty, wellness, travel, and her lifestyle. And now, here's the founder and creator of Not Basic Blonde, Olasha.
1: Hi, loves. Welcome back to another episode of Not Basic Blonde podcast. Today, I have very interesting guest. And many of you are watching Love Island reality TV show right now so my guest today is DeAndre Osbury his and he's one of the cast members from Love Island reality TV show and he was on season two and he's also baseball pro. So in this episode DeAndre will be sharing the best success tips. We'll be talking about modern dating, success tips, and the best advice, and so much more. DeAndre is a professional baseball player turned into reality TV star. He is 27 years old, from Columbia, South Carolina, and he was drafted by CTL Cardinals out of high school in 2013, and he began his television journey as a contestant on CBS hit show Love Island USA, season 2, in the summer of 2020. So it's a very interesting episode, guys. I'm so excited for you to listen. And we are talking about entrepreneurship, dating, behind the scenes of the show, and so much more. But before we dive in, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review Not Basic Blonde podcast on Apple Podcasts. Hi, DeAndre. So glad to have you on my podcast. How are you today?
2: I'm good. How are you?
1: I'm fine. Thank you. You being so famous and being... (laughs) <laughs> incredible in being in sports and being on the famous show love island we would love to learn more about you so tell us more about your career how did you become so famous
2: <laughs> yeah so um so i guess the fame kind of started uh, i got drafted out of high school um uh, from columbia south carolina in 2013 I played with St. Louis for five years and then I played with the Red Sox for a couple of years. And, you know, um, yeah, until 2020, when COVID kind of shut everything down. uh, That's when I ended up going on Love Island. And um, I didn't know how big the show was until I was actually on it. And um, yeah, the stardom just kind of took off from there. So now it's actually on Netflix. So they're they're re-airing it on Netflix now
1: yeah i love that show it's so much fun how was your experience on it what did you feel and how did you get casted on the show
2: um oh man so they reached out to me um they reached out to me via instagram things like that so um and then i had to go through the process obviously to make sure i was the right fit for the show um yeah and then uh you know the experience itself was great um we were in Vegas since we couldn't leave the country at the time. We were supposed to be in Fiji, but, you know, COVID kind of shut that down. But, um, yeah, I enjoyed it. I was around a bunch of uh, fun, beautiful people. Um, so, yeah, I made some some lifelong friends while I was there and didn't find love. But, you know, I'm still out here searching. So
1: Was it challenging to be on a reality show? I mean, there's a lot of drama. There is a lot of pressure, <laughs> and it's all on TV. How do you feel, like? how do you feel being on the show and have you learned any lessons from the show?
2: Yeah. I mean, just the experience itself, like being on the show was an eye opener. You know what I mean? Like you said, it is a lot of drama. It's a lot of, you know, you're, you're pretty much trapped in a, in a house with, you know, nine other strangers, you know? So it's like, all you, all you can do is get to know each other through the thick and thin, which is great. You know, I, um, I wouldn't trade that for anything, but yeah, it does some drama in there, some, you know, some cat fighting, some arguing and stuff, but it's all, it's all in fun. It's all in love. So, um, but the experience being on a reality show was, it was great. It opened up a lot of doors for me. Um, I'm actually filming something, uh, filming something right now that's uh, coming out later this year. So um, yeah, it it opened up some doors. So hopefully I can keep, keep putting my face on television. So.
1: I love it. And there's, Anything that hasn't been disclosed on the show but you can tell us?
2: Ah, uh, with the new show, I will say um it's a docu-series so it's going to show you a lot more about my my life and um you know, my transition from, you know, where I was living which is Miami to now Atlanta and things like that. So it's uh it's going to my, my family's in it. So you get to see kind of a deeper side of me and stuff like that. Um I can't say the name or the network yet. Um, but I will tell you it's coming out, uh, probably in a couple months or so. And, um, yeah, you can be on the lookout for it. So I'm excited because you get to see more of, you know, uh, a more in-depth version of myself. So I'm excited.
1: Love it. And by being in sports so many years, did you learn any lessons or, I mean, I know there are so many challenges to be in sports. I've been in sports myself. I've I've done rhythmic gymnastics and I've done fitness. Nice. so it, it was challenging especially when you get ready for competitions or when you have to perform and all this it, it teaches you a lot of discipline and it also gives you a lot of personality and builds it oh, um, like any lessons you learned from that
2: yeah i mean sports taught me literally everything kind of about life you know um I was a multi-sport athlete, so I played football, basketball, baseball. Uh, My mom in middle school was like, hey, DeAndre, you need to give up one of these so you can focus on school. So baseball wasn't going anywhere because I started playing that at four. So I gave up basketball to give myself that little window to kind of, you know, uh, start with football, get that window, start playing baseball. So but the experience and the life lessons that I've been taught are just, you know, you know, the teamwork, the way, uh, you know, how you talk to people, how you figure out people, how you, you know, you work as a group, as you work as a team, like, those are all things that you have to use in life, you know, as a confidence builder, um, you know, just from guys pushing you in the weight room to, you know, challenges on the field, and uh, just how to persevere and kind of get to that, get to that finish line, even though it may not look like you can, or, you know, you don't want to. So, That just for me in life is huge because now I can make other strides because, like you said, I can step into those rooms and talk to those people and kind of, uh, you know, see things from their perspective because I've been in a team aspect my whole life. So it's like, okay, I can see where you're coming from. How can I help you? How can you help me? And it's like, you know, let's get to the finish line together. So,
1: yeah, it's like building relationships is a key to any success in any business you can't do it alone you still need to have a team and you need to have people who support you and cheer for you so
2: definitely that's huge uh you know having a supporting cast is big you know my family was big in my life and things like that with uh with sports and stuff and now entertainment because it's all new it's all new to um to all of us you know I thought I was going to be a baseball player for the rest of my life until COVID happened and then now you know I'm I'm breaking out in the television space. So, um, and I think I have a a pretty long career in that as well. So it's gonna be good. Um, yeah, man, the supporting cast is huge. So, you know, the people that you have in your life, don't take those people for granted. So you gotta take it as it is.
1: Love how you said it. It's so true. And by you being on the show, what did you notice as far as dating and struggles that our generation like the most I guess
2: (laughs) (laughs) ah man being on the show uh well first of all I want to put out that I did go on the show looking for a girlfriend a lot of people don't think I did um you know and to kind of circle back to your question is you know the dating life in the quote-unquote real world now it's 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 tough because you know you have so many distractions you have you have instagram you have snapchat you have so many different outlets to reach out to people people you may not even know you know what i mean or will never meet but you have access to reach them so it's like if you're if your real life isn't you know being the best at the time it's like oh, okay well i can just reach out you know or go fishing on you know instagram and things like that and that that to me is kind of uh it makes relationships hard you know um And then, like I said, kind of going back to why I went on Love Island is because you don't have that. So a lot of people don't know you don't have like your phone or anything for the time that you're there. So there's no like access. I didn't
1: have it. Really? Yeah.
2: Uh Yeah. So the whole time that you're there. So once we start filming or once you even touch down, you know, you have a couple of days to kind of talk to your family and let them know what's going on if you haven't already. But yeah, then you don't have your phone, so you don't have like, you don't have access to you know family, friends, you know Instagram, anything. So when you're in the villa, like if me and you are in there, it's it's me and you. Like there's no, hey, I can't today because I got to work, or there's no, you know, let me let me see what what's going on in you know on Instagram or anywhere else. It's like no, nah, if we have an issue or anything, we got to figure it out right now because it's only us. There's no distractions, so. I love that part. Um, but yeah, it's tough. It's tough out here, man. And and then once you go on a show, too, what I what I found out kind of with baseball as well is you don't really know who, you know, really likes you for you or because you're quote unquote famous now. So it's it's been a little struggle trying to figure out those little, you know, ins and outs. But we'll see what happens.
1: And that's incredible. Yeah. Dating nowadays is hard, especially. I mean, I hear that from many of my friends and <laughs> because expectations are high and not everyone meets expectations and some guys don't want to put any work and don't want to put any that's effort. true so that's why like girls yeah i will know.
2: say that yeah i'll say that too like a, guy, a lot of guys don't like to go the extra mile anymore um i mean i mean that's on both sides too so i like to i like to kind of pride myself on that because you know i'm from south carolina i'm a I'm a country boy at heart so it's like we know how to you know do certain things and how to treat a young lady but you know sometimes it's 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 so far-fetched for a girl to be like oh he's good looking he has good things going on for him you know he's in the spotlight but he knows how to treat me well too like it doesn't make sense so they're like uh like I'm gonna just kind of stay away from that so you know it's pros and cons that come with it.
1: Yeah and then so many girls probably think as far as you they think if you're famous you have so many girls around you so you have a lot (laughs) going on and they don't even try so i think that's probably one of the things and also like nowadays dating yeah like you said it's so many distractions too and there's so many apps and they're just but there are also so many independent women right now that don't want to deal with bullshit, and that's why they don't <laughs> <even> want to date.
2: <laughs> this is true. This is true, and it's a lot of bullshit out there. I yeah. will be the first to say it. Yeah, you know, I will. I will be the first to say it. But in that same breath, too, like I said, there are some not just talking about myself. There are also like good dudes out there that are like you know they still know how to treat a woman and they still want that um that long term thing. I was actually uh, somebody sent me a clip from the netflix uh season that they just put on there and it was me saying like i want a 20 30 year like marriage and they were like wow like guys don't really want that anymore and i'm like yeah like i want to be with somebody to where i can have that you know i want to build something and continue it with somebody so it's still a few of us out here that are you know
1: (laughs) well i'm glad you're giving hope to to the girls (laughs) (laughs) there's still a few yeah do you guys really want to get serious they don't because uh, till 35 they think okay i'm too young for marriage for kids i still have a lot of time i'll take my time then it hits 40 and then it's like oh coach yourself yeah then it hits 45 (laughs) oh my god i need to find somebody like soon as possible let
2: let me settle (laughs) yeah and then they just settle settle for
1: whatever because oh she treats me nicely she just she's just nice she's good but like you love her no It's just because she's nice.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, that was one thing I was kind of fortunate about too, because me, I'm 27. So everybody's like, Oh no, you're in your prime. You got everything going. You got all the girls, you got this. And I'm like, yeah, but I also had that at 17, 18, because that's when I started playing baseball. You know what I mean? That's when I started playing professional ball. So all that was hit with me early on, you know? So me being now 10 years away from that, it's like, I don't have my fun. Like I've, you know, I lived in Miami, like I had a good time. Like, you know, I've been around the glitz and the glamour and the girls and the clubs and the money. Like now I'm just like at 27, I'm like, yeah, man, like I want, I want to start building on like my family and stuff. So, you know, we'll see who that, we'll see who that young lady is.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and what's the best advice, like business advice you ever received in
2: your life? You got me with that one. Cause I've heard some good things. I'm I'm on the spot now. I would just say, you know, trust yourself is a big one uh, because, you know, once you're kind of in different realms, whether it's like I said, mine are a little bit major with, you know, previously playing professional sports and now television. But well, this goes for anybody. You know what I mean? Trust yourself in whatever you're doing. If you're, you know, an Uber driver, trust yourself that you're going to be the best Uber driver out there. You know, like for me, I have a ton of confidence. And I think it's because of that quote itself. It's like, I trust myself more than I trust anybody because I know I'm going to get up and I'm going to do it. You know, I'm going to get up and I'm going to make it happen, whether you're in my corner or you're not. So it's like that's one thing I would say to the masses is, you know, trust yourself. Even when people around you are like, ah, that sounds stupid. That sounds dumb. Or how are you going to do that? Or why are you going to do that? It's um, it's just something you want to do. And you got, you know the interest and the drive to do it and go do it
1: yeah i feel like that's a really good advice believing in yourself and kind of when no one else does and that kind of gives you all the power you need to accomplish anything you want because exactly if you don't believe in yourself and you ask everyone else around what should you do and what decision should you make that's that will not be your decision like first of all and second of all it's not the best, not what your heart wants. So I guess that's like really good advice you mentioned.
2: Yeah. Cause then you're, then you're quote unquote playing to the crowd, you know, and you never want to do that. Yeah. Um, you want to, you want to be your own person because there's no one else like yourself out there. So uh, yeah, just you got to grab hold of that and kind of just go for what you want. And, and the times that we're in now, you know, COVID showed a lot of people that, yo, I don't have to, you know, do something I don't want to do you know, I can, I can step out and, you know, take this risk because like you said, you never know when all that's going to be taken. So you might as well do something you want to do. Right. So I'm seeing a lot more of it now. So it's actually, um, it's exciting to see what's going to happen.
1: Yeah. COVID changed a lot. So many people like ditched nine to five jobs and (laughs) gone. Yeah. And they just like doing Uber or just doing whatever they like, or sometimes some of them even started businesses they they were dreaming about the whole their life so it was kind of huge transformation for whole world I guess
2: yeah I mean yeah in my case and I kind of use that as like fuel myself too because I grew up a lot of guys in COVID there you go here we are
1: (laughs) because everyone was at home and no one had anything to do so it was easy to reach out to people and it was easy to do that so and people were listening so
2: for sure. I mean, that's when I went on Love Island. When I went on Love Island was the 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 peak of COVID, which was the, that spring, summer 2020 when everybody was in the house. And then they get to see me on TV doing everything they would want to do in the real world, you know? So it was like, that was, that was huge. So, and like I said, to that point, um, it's a lot of guys like myself that played professional ball that didn't get that opportunity, you know, that their careers kind of ended because there was no, there was no backup plan. We got to where we are because we put everything into baseball and then that was taken. So I kind of use that now in the TV space of like, yo, like, this is a blessing for you to be here. So you need to take full advantage and not fuck it up. You know what I mean? Like, so that's my motivation.
1: Yeah. So true. And also how does it feel for you to be famous, to stay in spotlight? I know it's sometimes it gets tough because you have a lot of pressure from outside world and, so many people like all their eyes on you. So how do you handle it? What helps you to handle it?
2: You know my my family. <laughs> my family humbles me every day. So I get a call from my mom and dad all the time. My little sister. So they're like, "Oh, we saw you on this." And then my mom be like, "Oh, but I need you to come and take this garbage out at the house. I don't feel like doing it." I'm like, "All right, like." <laughs> But um, no, to, to kind of get back to the question, um, I, like I said, I've been in it since I was 17. So, uh, but just on the athletic side, you know, it's, uh, I, have, I have this conversation a lot that I don't know how many people have seen my face now. Because usually with sports, specifically with baseball, it's like, if you don't really know baseball, you wouldn't know who a baseball player is, right? Um, now with television, like, we've been on commercials. We've been, you know, on national TV. Now we're on Netflix. Like people can see us constantly. So, um, you know, it's, 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 I wouldn't say it's overwhelming. It's, uh, it's fun. You know, uh, I'm, I'm blessed that I was already, you know, kind of in the light before I got into a bigger light. So it helps me. It, uh, you know, it helps me. I love interacting with people too. So never be scared to come up and, Oh, you're that guy? I'm like, yeah, I'm that guy, <laughs> but I don't bite. So <laughs> we can talk, have a conversation. I'm still a regular person.
1: That's incredible. You stay humble because, you know, some people are not as famous and not public figures, but they have so much ego. And I've met so many successful people in my life and I, I talk to them like every day on my podcast, and most of them, all of them are humble. And- yeah. Like the most shows about the person, some people don't have much success behind them, but they're they're just
2: like so they're they're, they're, at, they're acting like they're they're the biggest thing it's walking, huh?
1: <laughs> People are, who are really successful, they act so humble.
2: Yeah. You know, uh what's that saying? It's like the uh is confidence is quiet and, and insecurities are loud yeah you know what i mean like yeah, the, yeah. the quietest person in the room is probably the most important person in the room because they're listening instead yeah, of like, like going.
1: sometimes i come in and i meet new people and i just sit there and i, I just watch and after all they kind of google me or something they come up to me oh i didn't know you do all this and you didn't say it i was like well mm-hmm. I, I didn't think it was a big deal but <laughs>
2: and you know they see it too like they can see it like i'm sure if you walk into any room you're already getting eyes on you you know what i mean and it's not off of just looks it's off of like demeanor so um that's one thing i kind of pride myself on too is like when i go into any room whether that's a baseball field whether that's you know a business meeting whether that's a you know a restaurant like i know i have eyes on me but i try to control that space every time so it's like I'm never out of my element if that makes sense
1: why did you decide to quit sports or you decided to transition
2: uh um I mean it was kind of like I said COVID you know um if it was up to me like I would still you know be living my childhood dream which is baseball but you know a higher power told me that you know this is a different way you can do it so yeah COVID kind of Took the reins away from me, but you know I'm glad that I'm in this space now because I don't have to think about all the little things um, when it comes to playing professional sports. You know, like there's a draft every year. You know, I was drafted at 17, so there are they're looking at you know a younger guy that's going to come in and take your spot. You know, uh, injuries. You know, I have a lot of friends that still play. And, you know, you can train all off season and then get hurt. And then you're kind of just, you know, you're washed for the year. So that's a lot of things I don't have to worry about. Granted, I still work out. I still take that away. I still keep my regimen and things. But, you know, if I can just smile and wave on television and, you know, make some people laugh and, and entertain them that way, then that's a lot less stress on my body and my mind. So.
1: Yeah, that's amazing. I watch sports and I watch football, basketball, baseball, golf. I watch it all. Fight, fights, so all of that, and I see so many injuries the players have to go through. Especially like this guy from Buffalo Bills that went through crazy injury right man, now.
2: Man, Damar, yeah, the whole,
1: like world was praying for him.
2: Finally, he made uh, it.
1: It was so crazy for such a young guy.
2: And for sure, shout uh, out Demar, man. Hey, you're yeah. you're a, you're a uh, for real. You're a you're a trooper you know you you opened a lot of eyes and um yeah everybody was praying for you man we uh we're glad you're home now um because you know to see that itself it just gave you a different outlook on life you know to where guys like myself who played ball they're like yo like it don't even matter right now this is somebody's well-being we're talking about so thank you brother for opening my eyes
1: (laughs) Yeah, that was definitely nerve wracking situation where everybody was just shocked because it happened on the field and everybody saw it. It's just crazy.
2: Yeah, man. Yeah. But we're good. We're glad he's good now.
1: Yeah, yeah. He's Love, good. As far as Love Island, what did you see other people were doing? Did they make any other mistakes in relationships or did you see any patterns there that actual labor is so obvious why some people are not in relationships
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh she said she wants the tea uh yeah i mean the people in there were cool like i said it was it was uh it was my first time meeting them the guys and the girls so everybody was kind of on that new like oh who are you how you figure this out so um and granted we came in at the middle so i came in in a thing called casa more so casa more is the halfway point of the show to where it's like oh we need some some spicy hot dudes to come in i guess i was one of those <laughs> so um you know all the girls were great uh i wish i could have got to know them a little bit more outside of the house i mean we we talked a little bit you know afterwards but um i didn't see any red flags you know i mean they were probably looking at me the same way like why why are you just good looking and single i was looking at yo y'all are y'all are gorgeous like why why don't y'all have a guy, you know what I mean? So, but I wasn't, I wasn't in there long enough to kind of figure that out. So yeah, they were cool. Everybody was cool. So that's, that's really all I can say about it. <laughs> that's amazing. And where can our listeners find you, your social handles the information? So, I mean, my main one is Instagram. You can, um you can find me on Instagram at Asbury14. Asbury 14. That's A S B U R Y 14. Um, i'm not on twitter snapchat or anything too much so if you reach out to me on instagram then i'll get back to you i got a lot of followers but i still reach out to people
1: (laughs) nice thank you so much for being my guest it was such a great conversation
2: you are more than welcome thank you for having me you look great by the way
1: (laughs) (laughs) that was all for today guys I hope you really enjoyed this episode as much as i did Not Basic Blonde podcast is available on all the major platforms with new episodes every Tuesday and Thursday. To support the show, tag NBB podcast on your Instagram stories and check out more behind the scenes on Instagram as well at notbasicblonde underscore or NBB podcast. And if you haven't, subscribe, rate and review Not Basic Blonde podcast on Apple Podcasts. Thank you so much, guys. Have a great day.